beautiful people. Welcome to episode 18 of 321 No Kidding. I have to say I'm super happy to be here right now and recording. And although it was on my to-do list today, I didn't expect to like want to run to the microphone. But I want to be here and I kind of want to share the last, I I guess, week. I haven't. I haven't recorded since the last two episodes, which was a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and I was thinking how I almost could have named the show Dear Diary at the the rate I share. And I like kind of keeping it live times so that I'm sharing what I'm feeling, thinking, experiencing at the moment. And that's why I'm excited to be here today and, and talking to you. Because a a lot of neat little things have happened. And as you're probably learning about me, I'm I'm not super religious, but I kind of have this faith, faith, I don't know, faith, (laughs) faith that the universe is going to just take me down the right path. And it's very refreshing. And sometimes it makes life a lot easier And sometimes it's harder because you have to surrender to the things that you're trying to have faith in. And I'm in a in a mode of gratitude, which I try to always more so the last 24 hours. So I'm going to share with you some of the things that have happened and hopefully they relate to maybe things that are going on with you or just offer a little different perspective. Cause that's really, that's really what I want to share is about listening and perspective because that's kind of been my theme for the week. Yesterday I went on a little field trip with one of my Zumba instructors. We went to a Zumba event and the last time that I went to this particular uh, it's called Zen Academy, and it's, I don't know, eight, nine, hundred, a thousand instructors, and the inventor of Zumba's there, and there's a stage full of, you know, dancers and different programming, and it's it's a good day, and the first time that I went was a few years ago, and we took a bus. There was probably 30 or 40 of us from the area, and we took a bus, and it's a long day. It's a long agenda to begin with. And then when you add the, you know, three to four hours of a ride down to the city and back, it's it's a long day. And the last time I went, I was relatively new to working on my MBA and I was overwhelmed with homework and I probably shouldn't have went in the first place. So I was overtired and just miserable. And then as the day had gone on, my body was killing me because you're dancing quite a bit. And I had started drinking. There was a bar upstairs and you really shouldn't go to an exercise event and drink. (laughs) They don't go together so super, but I was not in a good space between the fatigue and now the alcohol, whatever. And I was a jerk. I guess I'm a jerk on buses a lot. That's what I'm starting to realize upon reflection. Anyway, it just wasn't good. I was snippety with someone who I shouldn't have been snippety with, uh, who, you know, was trying to do the right thing. So anyway, this time 
there was a smaller part of our community that went for for just various reasons. And I went with, with like I said, my Zumba instructor who I haven't hung out with aside from, you know, a little before class and a little after. But she puts out this crazy positive energy and she's just amazing to be around whether we're dancing with her or talking to her she just brings sunshine into your life and we're aligned in a lot of our our things with meditation and and just some of our core beliefs even though we don't have you know the basics in common we're not we didn't grow up the same way I don't have children and she's a very dynamic involved amazing mother all these things that on the surface, if you just said, okay, let's put characteristics in a box, you wouldn't think that, you know, we would get along. But we had, I had the most amazing time with her. We we talked, geez, all the way down, all the way back. You know, we were able to laugh. The day was great. It wasn't one of those environments where you're like, you know, you go to, you go somewhere with someone and you have to, you feel obligated that you have to like stand right by them or be inclusive or whatever. We're both independent and social butterflies and uh, the day was great whether we were in each other's immediate vicinity or not. So that's, that's part of the gratitude and the theme of listening that I wanted to speak to is as she was, you know, sharing some of her experiences with me in the car we one of the one of the topics was you know relationships among other women or our friends or our people and it's pretty interesting because I'll get into this in a second my my Brene Brown little story and how she keeps showing up in my life but it was it was interesting that you know Brene speaks to I think she worded it, you know, she's a big advocate for for being brave and vulnerable. She challenges you to think about, you know, going out and trying things. And she acknowledges the fact that people are going to judge you or criticize you or try to knock you down. And the message that I heard from her, you you don't listen to those people who aren't out there trying the things that you might be failing at. An example might be, and I'm just making this up, here I am on a podcast, right? Now, I don't edit perfect. I don't I, I don't even really plan, like on impromptu episodes like this. I'm not super structured or whatever, but my belief is that I'm, you know, I'm getting my message out the best I can. I'm, I'm using the podcast as a resource for my recovery and hopefully helping folks out there with theirs. If a person came up to me and maybe they're in recovery, maybe they're not. And they said, you know, well, your, your podcast really sucks. And I heard you say, um, or so, or whatever, but they don't have a podcast. They don't get the right to criticize how I do mine. And in the spirit of listening to to the message I was supposed to hear, what made it more interesting was I was on the phone with someone yesterday, uh, a friend of mine for maybe the last, I don't know, six or seven years. And when we were in Kansas, it, his perspective was 
I didn't always get it. I wasn't ready to get it, but I, I definitely feel like he was one of those people that was put in my life for a reason and a lot of pivotal stuff and things that I go back to how he looks at things. I try to remember I wasn't in a place necessarily to hear them then, but there's a lot of things that I explore that I feel like, oh, okay, he gave me the foundation for this. I wasn't ready to deal with it or address it or visit the thinking all the time, but at least it was there and it never went away. So yesterday when we were having a conversation, he was like, oh, I listened to your, to your show and, uh, I guess he's been all along, which I totally appreciate, but he was, we got on the conversation of, I asked his opinion about something and he's like, Bobby, it doesn't matter what I think. He's like, you're just trying to be a good person. And my opinion doesn't matter. Like just keep doing you like so simple, right? It, it, it wasn't complicated. He, He is though, however, one of those people who, does deserve a place in my life and has uh, like full blown can tell me his opinion anytime. And it does matter to me because I know I think, no, I know it comes from a place of genuine concern and, and, and love and it comes from a very good place. So I don't ever mind his feedback. And even early on in the show, he said to me, he's like, stop apologizing. I was probably apologizing for the editing or whatever. He's like, stop apologizing. Like you don't need to apologize. And he kind of helps me get my brave on. So I really appreciate that. So back to my little Brene Brown. Um, I keep, I don't know how to word it, but maybe she keeps getting delivered to me or her messaging. And it goes, it goes as far back as, when I was in treatment, they showed us her TED Talk on vulnerable, wow, that word. <laughs> I guess even though I can get a little better at it, I still can't say it. Vulnerability. Wow, that was tough. Anyway, we watched the TED Talk, and I'm not sure that I got it at the time. Actually, I, I remember thinking, why the hell are they showing us this, if I'm being completely honest. So fast forward about a year and a half ago, Maybe not even. No, it had to be. It had to be more recent than that. And I read her book, Daring Greatly. And if you're not familiar with her work, she, I believe, well, I know her studies involve researching people's shame and vulnerability, and she's interviewed tons of people and done an enormous amount of research and. Her message, like I said, part of it is about being brave and and being vulnerable. And she definitely equates it with strength and not weakness. And if I'm being fully transparent, which I try to be, if I wasn't exposed to her messaging, I may not be sitting here. You know, she's part of that secret swirl that, that got me to take this risk and be out here sharing my story, my whole story, and not hiding, you know, behind details or just telling you the good stuff. So, so I finished Daring Greatly and I write her an email and I was ramping up for the podcast and I was like, you know, naive Bobby, not realizing quite how big she is in the world. 
so I'm like, hey, you know, Brene, she had a, a, a page where you wrote to her, her people. And I was like, you know, I really want you to be on my podcast. I want to talk about vulnerability, blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, I get a really nice response from her people um, about her schedule and a polite way of basically saying that I can't have access to her. Okay, I tried. I wouldn't I wouldn't have known if I didn't try. So I felt I felt okay with that. So not too long after that, I'm at a gambling conference and it was it was like a relatively close amount of time. I'm at this conference and I was really excited about the topic and I had put my stuff in the back of the room. Mind you, I wasn't even supposed to be at this conference. I need to tell you that too. It was a, a misunderstanding of a schedule thing. I was supposed to be on a panel with the head of the center and I thought he meant the conference a month later, but he actually meant this one. So anyway, I'm, I'm at this conference that I really in theory shouldn't be at. I put my stuff in the back of the room and I go and do whatever and go to go back in the room before the speaker starts. And I can't see good, even though I probably had my glasses. I couldn't see good and I wanted to be up close. So I moved up front. And another thing about listening and things sticking with you, a few years ago at a conference down in Georgia for, for work, the lady, it was a learn how to do balloon art conference. But this little nugget I walked away with from a presenter was the people in the front row are the people most likely to become millionaires. And for whatever reason, that just stuck with me. And I don't know if it meant that you were brave enough to sit in the front row or that you were just that in tune and didn't want any distractions, whatever the logic was. I really just like that. So I had no problem going to the front row. And this is not even a week after my surgery, and I probably shouldn't have even been in the building. So I'm like uncomfortable. I'm exhausted. I'm just not right, even though it's 10 o'clock in the morning. And we get to the third page in our worksheet and the podcast hasn't launched yet. And the top of the podcast is talking about recovery methods and listening to podcasts is one of them. So the first thing that I heard from that piece of paper was I'm on the right path with my podcast. But the next thing that was even more interesting was a photo of Brene Brown giving her TEDx talk. And I'm like, okay, so I just finished her book. I just got to know. Here's a picture of this lady again. So I start talking at some point to the girl that's to my left in the next seat over. And come to find out, she is... I guess Brene Brown does trainings on her, you know, her teaching and she has almost like coaches of her work for lack of a better word. And I apologize if I'm screwing that up, but this lady was one of those people <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, okay. So you're, I can't get to Brene, but I have my firsthand messenger. So that was pretty cool. And someday we hope to get her on the show, Pam, because we couldn't get Brene. Well, not just because Pam has a lot to offer, but it, it was just it was just interesting. It was like, OK, thank you, universe. We could do this, even though I got told no by Brene. If I come from a place of gratitude and my eyes open and my ears open, here's here's Pam and I can still get the message conveyed. So that was like my next cool Brene Brown moment. So this is last fall. And oh, by the way, that that 
breakout session that I was in was with a fella who suffered from drug addiction who had kind of worked his way out and he just published his first book. It's launching this month and I'm hoping to get him on the show as well to share. He's willing and I've just been, um, I can't even say, I don't want to say too busy because you're not too busy unless you make yourself too busy. So I haven't been prioritizing correctly, I guess would be the better way. I can own that. So get, you know, get through that, whatever. So now fast forward to today, a few months later, and I've been working on a lot of online classes. I, for me, what I've figured out in this new world of podcasting, and that's what, that's what started it was I took an online course to learn how to podcast because I had no clue and I'm still not, you know, an expert by any means, but hey, they're published, you're listening. Uh, there's like, tw- I think I'm at 23 countries, which is pretty exciting. So thank you, Bulgaria and Morocco and Ghana, places I, you know, places I don't even think of. I- I'm scared if all these countries need messages in- around gambling recovery, but I'm also grateful that they're finding me. So, so anyway, so I take this online on, online class and it's it leads me to other online classes, which then leads me to other uh, industry leaders and the kind of stuff that I want to do. And this week we were working on something and our coach told us to watch the vulnerability video from Brene Brown. So I was like, okay. So I watch it again, you know, and it's super. And I go into the the private chat for the Asia people and I say something. And one of the girls says, hey, on Netflix, Brene Brown got this new video, this new movie. So I just finished it, like literally just finished it right before jumping on here, which is part of why I was so excited to talk to you because – that's where I got the lesson from her about those people who couldn't and shouldn't be judging you or they can do what they want essentially, but to not take it to heart and to not let us, you know, lose our path or, or get distracted because it, it could drag us down. If we, if we listened to that noise and dialed in, to what those kind of people, like my podcasting example, someone who doesn't have a podcast shouldn't throw stones at someone who sucks at a podcast, for example, but is at least trying. And I'm not saying I suck. I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to be extreme here. So it was, it was a good message. And so that you understand just a little about my process, and I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet-ish, but my process, like I said, isn't really formal, but I listen to the the voices in my head that say, okay, this is what you're supposed to talk about today, because really, it's March, I should probably be doing our step three work, which I'll probably do next episode, but it's just interesting to me that we hear what we should hear when we should hear it, so again, going back to my example of my friend in Kansas, even though I couldn't take action on what he said, 
I heard it from him first. Now, he's not in, you know, recovery community, not any of that, but he's one of my cheerleaders. The lady that I went on this trip with is another cheerleader. And I'm just so fortunate on so many levels to have these kind of people in my life. And I think part of why I want to drive that point home is because another thing that he said to me on the phone was that he really liked the messaging surrounding that. Like if people aren't good for you, leave them behind and you get stronger doing this. And I won't tell you that it's always easy. You know, most of us want to be liked or popular or this or that. And when we surround ourselves with like-minded people, so it could be the recovery community like at my center or at GA, or it can be these online class communities that I'm participating in where there are some amazingly remarkable people, not just the teachers, but the students that we're aligned with with our core principles and we build each other up. Nobody's in those rooms going, hey, you did a horrible job on your homework. You need to leave town. No, we give each other, you know, feedback. Now, some of it isn't positive in the sense of, you know, hey, you did something perfect, da-da-da-da-da. It's not like that. It's genuine, thoughtful, mindful feedback because we're all cheering for each other. And that's what I'm hoping that everybody, you know, listening is capable of trying at the very least. And I tie this into the the Zumba trip too because in the Zumba community, it's a fitness community. Now, I'm not a size 2. I can't wear all their clothes. They have um these bras that some of the women can wear as shirts, you know, they're they're actually meant to be okay to be seen alone. So I'm not saying people are walking around in bras in public, but they're really like decorative, fun sports bras. Like I'm not in a position to do that, but it doesn't make me any, it doesn't take away my right to be there anymore because I don't look exactly like the brand. In the Zumba world, and I'm going to just use this as an example, two years ago with that 40 of us, Now, I'm not saying I remember anything specific, but I know that this happens when you get in an area and, you know, it may be because it's work related, but maybe not all the women like each other. Maybe they're judgy of how they do their choreo or how they dress or how they dance or whatever it is. And I probably fell in that bucket, too, at one point, like, oh, you know, I don't like her style or oh, this or whatever. But what I saw and really practiced, and and I've talked about this when Karen and I went to Florida and we were doing the love and kindness exercise with the people on the street. Well, now that's kind of the place I try to come from all the time. Again, not perfect, but practice and, and being mindful. There was a woman there yesterday that... You know, if I ask 10 different people in the Zumba community their opinions, I might get good opinions. I might get bad opinions. I might get, you know, just different feedback. And I never had a chance to get to know her. And yesterday I spent some time with her. It was awesome, for starters, but it was great to meet another person.
person or get to know another person. So we're like-minded in, you know, having Zumba in, in common and just being able to see her as a person through my own lens was special and it was a gift. And I came home and, you know, I'm like thrilled. Like I just had, I just feel very magical after spending so much time with with Danny in the car on the way up and down. And, you know, even last night we're trying to fight traffic around all these psycho crazy drivers in the city that were scaring the bejesus out of us. And we're tired and we don't really know where our hotel is and whatever. And even though like cranky was kicking in, it was just a, you know, it was a good dynamic to be in. I come home and there was one of the members from the community that I would have expected to be at the event. And I was missing her yesterday. So I checked in today to see where she was and she asked how it went. And I told her and I, you know, I told her I got to get to know this other person a little better. And the response was something like, I hope you didn't see the bad side of her or something, something with that language. And I think that there would have been a time where I would have engaged in this negative thinking or negative, you know, the gossip or the judgment or whatever all that looks like. And instead, I just kind of focused on the negative and never responded to that part of the conversation. I'm hoping that I know for me that felt good. But I'm also hoping that the other person picks up on like, I don't want to I don't want to be that girl. I don't want to come from anywhere but love and kindness. And that's kind of some of what Danny and I were talking about with with the judgment and setting an example. You know, Danny has a whole bunch of of beliefs and practices that she incorporates in her life and part of our conversation was how you know we neither one of us want to be preachers per se but if maybe if we do the right thing other people will pick up on it and you know take the good and leave the rest that works for them and and there was an example that her and I were talking about where that had happened so it's very again not not easy, not perfect. And if, if I was as insecure as I may have been in the past, I might have in this conversation been like, oh yeah, you know, I heard bad things or whatever, um, and engaged that way. But then the next time I saw this girl who I actually enjoyed spending time with to her face was, you know, sweet as pie again, like, I don't want to be that person. That's all. That I guess that's the point is it's it feels so good today to to be just looking at these people in my life with with gratitude. That's it, I guess it's that simple is if we're happy and we look for the goodness, we're going to find the goodness. If we're miserable and looking for the bad, we're going to find the bad. It's you know, it's it's all a matter of perspective. So. I talked a lot longer than I planned on, but I want to summarize kind of the two, the two topics, the voice in my head 
we're really focused on today and just to kind of wrap it up but the first is is the listening you know listening to the universe when they deliver messages and if that's too hocus pocus for you just be in tune to what's happening around you maybe maybe you hear the same author's name like I did or a theme one of one of my meditation instructors had told me she kept hearing Thailand, Thailand, Thailand. It kept showing up in her newsfeed and it kept all these things and it turned into it. So she kind of dialed into it. And then very shortly after someone was like, Hey, I'm going to Thailand. Do you mind house sitting? And she was able to, you know, have a good place to stay for a couple of weeks. You know, it could be something as simple as that. And also listening to, our people, you know, the fellow I was talking about earlier, even though he just doesn't grasp how much what he says to me, meet like how the magnitude of what he says, because he's just so humble and chill and he just doesn't get how much I appreciate him. So if he listens to this, hopefully he knows how much I appreciate him. He doesn't ever seem to want to hear it <laughs> otherwise. Anyway, uh, so so listening, listening to your people, listening to your world. And then the other part about letting go, letting go of the things that don't serve you, letting go of the people who bring you down, who uh, make you sad, who judge you, who don't support you, because even that's two different things. Just just letting go go of the negative letting go and that could be feelings people it could be a myriad of things so that's it I encourage everybody to listen and not judge I'm sure the topic of listening will come up again but I still found two quotes or Pinterest memes because I don't see authors <laughs> that seem relevant today so I'm going to share two the first one is, the world is giving you answers each day. Learn to listen. And the other one is, is how I've really felt this week, is listening is often the only thing needed to help someone. So the people who were kind enough to share their thoughts with me helped me. And I hope listening to me helps you. Or listening to your environment helps you. It doesn't have to be all about me. All right, everybody. Have a marvelous week. And we'll see you later, beautiful people. You get what you wish for. And you're